The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by ComBank. Every small business is unique and ComBank is committed to providing the support each needs to tackle challenges and opportunities in this year of uncertainty. Find out more at combank.com.au forward slash connects. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Larissa Moore. It's Monday the 19th of October. In your squiz today, a step out of lockdown for Melbourne, Jacinda Ardern's election win, getting ready for grand finals and some royal pictures. This is your squiz today. Melbournians are waking up this morning to an easing of restrictions after months of hard lockdown. Gone is the time limit for leaving your home and the travel bubble has now been extended to a 25km radius. There can be outdoor gatherings of up to 10 people from two households and for those in desperate need of a trim, hairdressers are reopening, all hopefully providing a bit of relief for residents in those areas, Claire. A bit of relief. There's still those reasons in place that you need to have one of the four to be able to leave your home. Uh, Also some disappointment, of course, because a lot of that was meant to be gone by now. But some cases that came through in the last couple of weeks mean that the hard lockdown really is still in place. The next horizon is the 2nd of November, and it's hoped that a lot of those restrictions will be lifted, including those stay-at-home orders. Disappointed about the announcement was the business and hospitality sectors. They've again urged Daniel Andrews, the Premier there, to open up more quickly. But Andrews was very clear yesterday saying that he's particularly concerned about next weekend when there's the AFL Grand Final, which is really part Mm. of the fabric of Melbourne and Victoria. And he didn't want people to break the rules and pretend like the pandemic's over. Just because we all desperately want it to be, he said. There were a few Love Actually Airport arrival scenes making the news as well as travellers from New Zealand landed into New South Wales and the Northern Territory without needing to quarantine as part of the one-way trans-Tasman travel bubble. New Zealand, of course, has nearly eliminated COVID. There was confusion, though, as some travellers then boarded flights onto other states, Claire. And the arrangement that the federal government had worked out with New Zealand was that travellers from New Zealand were coming to New South Wales and the Northern Territory. So when they on travel to states like Western Australia and to Victoria, those state governments weren't particularly happy about that arrangement when they started rocking up. There was quite a bit of back and forth on this from Friday night onwards and where it seems to have landed is Premier Andrews has said that he knows that he has no power to stop them because that border's actually open. You can go to Victoria. It's just when you're in Victoria, you can't go on anywhere else without all sorts of restrictions and boxes to tick. So So lots of confusion, but it seems to be that those Kiwis can move around the country because, as you say, they're coming from a place that hasn't had much COVID for quite some time. It's definitely not the case over in Europe, which is now the epicentre of the virus. They have more new cases there now than the US, India and Brazil combined. Yeah, really shocking numbers coming from Europe. It's really considered to be a danger spot. The UK, uh, France, Russia, the Netherlands and Spain are accounting for more than half of Europe's cases and there's restrictions being reimposed there. A pretty grim record was set on Friday. New global coronavirus cases rose by more than 400,000. Total global cases are expected to pass the 40 million mark today. More than 1.1 million people have died so far. 
Over to France now, Claire, and 11 people have been arrested in relation to the murder of a school teacher on Friday. Geography and history teacher Samuel Patti was attacked and beheaded on his way home from school in what President Emmanuel Macron has called a terrorist attack. Just a really shocking thing. And of course, there was a wave of shock across France. There's been protests there overnight coming out in support of Patti and also against terrorism. The Prime Minister there has tweeted that uh, you do not scare us. We are not afraid. Uh, of course, this is related back to the Charlie Hebdo case where uh, cartoons were shown of the Prophet Muhammad um, that were deemed by some Muslims to be offensive. And those pictures were shown by Paddy in that class. And uh, he had warned um, reports, say, Muslims in the class to either leave or not to look at them if they thought they might be offended. But there was uh, some concern about that amongst parents. Parents, although, of course, heading in that direction where he was attacked and killed in such a grisly manner is really just a shocking thing. The suspected killer was identified as a man called Abdullah A, an 18-year-old of Chechen origin who was unknown to anti-terrorism police. He was shot and killed by police after the attack. In New Zealand now, and Labor leader Jacinda Ardern has been re-elected with 49.1% of the vote. It's a historic win because it means her party won't need to form a coalition. No, for the first time in New Zealand's recent history since they've had this voting system that really does discourage uh, any majority government, um, she has won a majority, which just gives you a bit of a sign of the support that Labor received. They're projected to take 64 seats in that 120-seat parliament. Uh, Jacinda Ardern, though, isn't being really forthcoming yet about whether Labor will still form a coalition with the Greens. And to cover off election news, back home in the ACT, Labor's Andrew Barr will return for another term. He's set to form an agreement with the Greens to continue Labor's 19-year hold on government there. When it comes to things that are iconically Australian, RM Williams boots would have to be right up there. And it looks like the ownership of the brand is set to return to Aussie hands, Claire. Yes, Andrew Twiggy Forrest, who is the mining billionaire and philanthropist, has his family investment office inking a deal uh, with El Caditon, who are the luxury brand owners uh, that own brands like Louis Vuitton and Moet. Um, they're going to buy that company for $190 million. Looks like that will be done to today. Uh, what Twiggy Forrest has said is that it's a really emotional thing for him to be able to bring that iconic brand back into Australian hands. Before we head into some sports news, a message from our podcast partner, Combank. As many listening will attest, the needs of each business are unique and varied, especially during a global pandemic. And that's why Combank is more than doubling the number of business bankers across its branches. So if you're a small business owner, you'll have more support in your local area. It's just one way Combank is helping local communities to rebuild and grow. For more information, visit combank.com.au forward slash business. It's the pointy end of the season with finals and grand finals for a lot of codes. Let's run through some results, Claire, starting with the netball. The Melbourne Vixens have taken out the Super Netball Premiership. They have. Melbourne might not be hosting these games, but they're very present in <laughs> what is happening at the pointy end of the season. And yes, the Vixens had a 66-64 to 64 win against the West Coast Fever. It's their first Premiership since 2014. Battling it out for the AFL Premiership. 
tip will be Richmond and Geelong. That'll be played up at the Gabba rather than the MCG. The Brownlow medalist winner was also announced, Claire. Yeah, Lockie Neal took that out. It's the fairest and best player of the season. He's a Brisbane Lion. Uh, Also rocking it was his wife, Julie, on the red carpet. She looked incredibly great. She really did. And of course, we'll put a link to that in the episode notes. As for the NRL, it'll be a Melbourne Storm v Panthers showdown. That'll be played out in Sydney at ANZ. And the second Bledisloe match was played on the weekend. The All Blacks locked in a pretty convincing win over the Wallabies, who lost 27-7, which means they continued their 34-year losing streak at Eden Park. For those that enjoy a bit of royal news, especially one with an Aussie connection, new official pics have been released of the eldest son of Mary Donaldson, a.k.a. Princess Mary of Denmark. Yeah, I guess we ought to give Prince Frederick some uh, credit there too. Prince (laughs) Christian, as you say, turned 15. Some official pics have been released and, gee, he looks like Mary. It's quite incredible. That goes to our subject line today. I've gone for Justin Timberlake's song Mirrors. There's a lyric in that that says it's like you're my mirror and Christian really is of of Mary, that's for sure. He's got the, the Donaldson face. He really does. Put a link to that in your episode notes as well. And that's all from us today. Big thanks to Kate for covering for me last week while I had a bit of a break. We'll be back with you tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. A message now from our podcast partner, Hubble. You know what it's like. Your friend recommends a great film or TV show and you're excited to check it out, but suddenly realise you can't remember what she said it was. That's where Hubble, spelt H-U-B-B-L, comes in. It brings your streaming apps and free-to-air TV together into a single experience. You can easily search for your favourite content and keep track of what you want to continue watching. You can also watch free-to-air TV with or without an aerial using the integrated TV guide so you always know what's on and where. It's TV and streaming made easy. Go to hubble.com.au to find out more.